Hey, it's Neville here from copywritingcourse.com. And I want to talk to you about something important. And I want to specifically address the newbies in the audience. And that is, should you become a copywriter? Is it the right industry for you? Is this a good career? Is this a smart move? What if you have no experience and you want to become a copywriter? What if you've never done any copywriting? Should you become a copywriter? Is it fun? Is it bad? Is it profitable? What is it? So I'm going to answer all those questions for you in here. And I'm actually going to be a little bit pessimistic in this video because I think the overall vibe online is sometimes that people say like, it's easy to become a copywriter. You can make $100,000 right away. They over-exaggerate the simpleness of this industry. You may see a lot of claims online that people make six figures or seven figures with copywriting. And that's true, but also a lot of people in the world can run a triathlon in two hours. I mean, it's possible, but it's not likely for a lot of people. So we get a lot of people coming to us saying, turn me into a copywriter. Make me make the six figures everyone's talking about right away or seven figures right away. And I'm like, whoa, 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 slow down. Let's start with a couple of things first. So I have a small little test I do for newbies that will say if copywriting is an industry you should go in or if you should save your money and just become freelance in general and not a copywriter. So let's get started with this. Number one, have you written anything? Like, have you actually gone online and wrote something online for fun? Have you published anything on medium.com, on geocities.com, myspace.com back in the day? Do you publish long articles on Facebook? Do you publish stuff on your own blog? Do you regularly write somewhere? If the answer is no, I'm sorry to say, but it's unlikely that you'll become a copywriter. Already off the bat, this is a thing I see all the time. A lot of people will come to me saying, hey, Neville, can you make me a copywriter? I'm like, have you written anything ever? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, well, if someone wants to be a welder and they've never welded, is that a good sign? If someone wants to become a carpenter, but they've never touched a piece of wood or any tools, is that a good sign? I mean, it's possible it can happen, but it's not a good sign. It probably means you don't naturally like writing if you've never done it in the past. So if you've never written anything online, you've never regularly published stuff online, then already this is looking not really great. The second thing I ask people, are you willing to write for two years? Are you willing to consistently put out articles uh, once a week, maybe four times a month, two times a month for two years? Are you willing to do it? Uh, and what if you'd made no money from it? Would you still be willing to do it? The reason I ask this question is because I want to test if they even like writing. See, writing is a very difficult thing to do. It seems easy. Oh, you just type stuff on a page. Well, here's the thing. It's more about the thought process that goes into that writing. It's more about learning something and then condensing it into a small amount. So a lot of times writing is done by yourself, maybe at night, maybe early in the morning. It's not that glamorous as people think. Sometimes you're just sitting there by yourself, racking your brain, you got a deadline, and it's a really annoying chore. So unless you really like writing, I would encourage you to not go into copywriting because this is what you're going to be doing all the time. For example, if you hate customer service and dealing with people, well, maybe you should go into customer service. Maybe you should just try to pick a career that's more suited for you. Number three, has someone already paid you to write for them? This is a really good indicator. People who come to me that have already got a gig or two, or maybe even a bit more, maybe on Upwork, maybe Fiverr, maybe through family friends, they actually might have a pretty good chance of succeeding at this career if they just take it more seriously. But if you've never been paid for writing before, or you've never even been paid for general freelance work, you're also starting at a disadvantage. And number four, do you have some sort of credibility? This means, have you worked for a cool company? Like, let's say you've worked at an insurance company for 15 years. Well, 
that means you have a lot of experience in a certain industry and we can utilize that to build a copywriting career out of that. Or maybe if you've worked at Facebook, Google, or some really cool company like HubSpot or something that's known for content, perhaps you have a nice jumping point into a career. But if you have zero experience at all, just remember you are starting at the bottom. Now, if you are starting at the bottom, I do have some recommendations for you in this video on how to overcome that. But right now, let's get into the skills you should probably have if you want to become a copywriter. Number one is writing online. Do you know how to use Google Docs or Word or WordPress or medium.com? Something to write online. Almost everyone probably has this skill because it's not very hard. You just type stuff on a page. But if you have no skills in this at all, or don't even know how to use a Google Doc or a Word document, then you are at a disadvantage. Number two, making images. I am super hardcore about copywriters knowing how to make images. And the good part is you don't even have to know Photoshop anymore these days. You can use something like canva.com for free, or there's all sorts of free Photoshop alternatives. I actually use Google presentations for a lot of my own images and just click and drag stuff. That's how simple it is. But if you want to be a copywriter, I would highly suggest you at least learn some basic image editing skills. Number three, you should probably learn to make some videos. Video is a great way to get in front of a lot of people. Video is a great way to explain concepts. Video is a great way to sell. And also video is a great way to get high SEO. You notice how videos appear above search engine rankings? Yeah, videos are great. So if you know how to also make videos as a copywriter, you are just at a more of an advantage than other people. And then number four, making presentations, actually making a solid Google presentation or PowerPoint presentation or Prezi presentation is a real skill that you can have because presentations kind of remind me of copywriting. You take a lot of information and try to distill it down to its core on each slide. So I think if you could make some really solid presentations, you actually can go into copywriting and go into other areas of copywriting for companies. So for example, there's a lot of companies that will make pitch decks and pay a pretty penny for them. And if you can make an awesome pitch deck and distill down all the information of that company into a great, good looking, concise presentation, you actually have a chance of becoming a pretty highly paid copywriter. And the fifth skill I would have in general is giving advice in general. See, a lot of times when people bring me in as a copywriter, I'm not just giving them advice on what to write on the page. I'm also giving them pricing advice. I'm also giving them advice on how their page should look. I'm also giving them advice on how their page should flow, where it should go, if they should change their homepage so it only collects an email or a phone number, or if they should change their homepage so it only shows products. There's a lot of different things that are being asked of a copywriter rather than just writing copy sometimes. And this just comes with practice. So if you go through a bunch of different web pages or you're a web designer and you look at tons of web pages and can see what does and does not work, perhaps copywriting could be an extra skill that you offer as a service. Okay, now to the question of what if you have zero skills at all? I'm talking you've never worked for a cool company you could leverage their brand. You've never accepted writing gigs ever. You've never made any money from writing. You don't know how to write. You are at the bottom of the heap. What can you do? Is it even possible? The answer is, yeah, kind of. There is a way. And I've seen many, many people do this, but you have to be willing to work. And just remember that you are starting from the bottom. So you're not going to see the six-figure, seven-figure success. It's going to be a slow grind over the course of a few years. And here's how you can do it. Here's a couple different ways. Number one, you could work with someone really popular. If you work with someone popular in any industry and work with them, you now have a brand name that you can associate yourself to. So you could say, I wrote copy for this such and such person, or I ran the cameras for this such and such person, 
or I did freelance work for this such and such person. That starts to slowly build your portfolio. If you put that as a little bullet point, you now have some experience. So working with someone famous in an industry can really boost you ahead by just tagging on their credibility. Number two, kind of the same thing, but working with a big name company. So a lot of people who work for a company like Facebook or Airbnb or Google now have this prestige behind them so they can easily get jobs or freelance gigs because, oh, that person worked for Google. You see how it just kind of like steals some of the brand equity from Google? It's like if you went to Harvard University, it just sounds cool because you went to Harvard. People just associate that with you being smart. And so even if you're not, if you went to Harvard, you're in. So similarly, working with a big company at first to get some experience is a real boost to any sort of copywriting career. Number three, and this is an important one, build a portfolio. You can actually look at some of the free portfolios we have. And I'm talking an easy portfolio. I mean, making a portfolio in Google Docs. And what I want you to do with your portfolio as you're getting started is write down every little thing you write. Do you have a Twitter account? Put that in the portfolio. Have you written three posts on Medium? Put that in the portfolio. Do you know how to use Photoshop? put that in the portfolio. Did you accept a hundred bucks from a friend to write three emails for them for their local business? Put that in your portfolio. The point is, if you have no experience, you can actually forge your own experience by making it. You can forge your own path. You can make your own portfolio and build it up over time. This is the most common way I've seen someone go from no experience to actual working high paid copywriter by just starting to write, starting to do gigs. And at first they're small, it's like a fiber gig or an Upwork gig, but then they get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. That's how you start from the very bottom. And number four, speaking of forging your own path, what if you just fire up your blog, fire up that social media, start recording YouTube videos, start interacting on Twitter with people, start really getting your name out there. If you really, really want this, you have to write, 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 create, create, create. So if you have no experience at all, you have to show the world somehow that you do have talent. And the way to do that is by creating stuff that people go, ooh, wow, that's pretty interesting. So you can either document your own journey like Gary Vaynerchuk always talks about, which is just documenting your journey to freelancing or becoming a copywriter, or you can give advice on something that you know. There's a lot of different ways, but if you're not creating content and you wanna be a content creator, well, I mean, you know, you gotta start somewhere. So number four, I would say forge your own path by just making a bunch of content on your own. Number five, this is you just start freelancing in general, okay? So a lot of people come to me saying, I wanna be a copywriter. And I'm like, well, what experience do you have? And they're like, well, um, I make web pages for other people. I'm like, well, maybe you should do that first, right? If you don't have a lot of experience copywriting, then you're kind of starting from the bottom. Whereas if you have experience doing some other freelance, if you take that more seriously, you could rise up pretty quick in that career. So freelance in general, okay? So I always tell people, don't pigeon yourself to copywriting. Think of yourself as a freelancer. This is like kind of a gig economy. What things can you do for money that will get you the most amount of money that's enjoyable for you and that you have a natural talent or just a natural liking to? So if you don't like writing and sitting down by yourself writing, well, maybe copywriting isn't right for you. Have you ever thought about creating videos? Is that more appealing to you? Have you ever thought about making web pages? Is that more appealing to you? Have you ever thought about editing someone's law documents? Is that more appealing to you? Are you good at that? Well, then maybe go into another area of freelancing. And do you not know what you can freelance on? Well, go to upwork.com and browse, or even better, go to fiverr.com and browse through the menus of different services and products that people offer, and you will be amazed at the things that people freelance on. 
I have bought pictures of friends' dogs that I commissioned to be drawn. And there's people that full-time just draw pictures of dogs on Fiverr. That's freelancing. There's pe people who do research for you. There's people who do accounting freelance on the side. There's people who design logos on the side. There's all sorts of different types of things you can do in the freelance world. Go to Fiverr.com, F-I-V-R-R.com, and check out all the crazy things people do for money and do pretty well. And the last thing you can do if you have no experience at all and you want to get started is this. And this is my favorite one of all. I've written a whole blog post about it. I've even given you scripts in this blog post of where to go. So click that link. It's all in the description. But make $100. That's right. If you're just getting started, what I always tell people is just make $100. Don't try to start a website. Don't start a big deal about it. Don't try to like figure out like the emailguruguy.com or whatever. Don't go down that route yet. Just make $100. What we're doing is validating your business. And remember, as a freelancer, you are starting a freelance business, okay? So you are starting a full-on business here. We want to validate your idea before you start going real deep down that path and spending a lot of time and money. If you can't make your first 100 bucks, what are the chances that you're going to make your first 10,000 or 100,000? right? So you need to know if this is a career for you. So I will always tell people when they're starting from scratch, make your first hundred dollars. The way we typically do this is we go to a place that's you are best known, that people already like you, people already trust you, and people already want you to succeed. And that place is your personal Facebook page. I know, I know, I know. A lot of people don't like using Facebook and stuff like that. But for some reason, that is the place that I see most people get their gigs. So they'll follow one of the scripts that we've given in these posts and they'll just post that. And what happens is most people will get some bites or at least leads on where someone wants to hire them for a hundred bucks. And here's the trick. Here's the crazy part. Almost everyone does not just make a hundred bucks. They're like, well, I can hire you to write an email for a hundred bucks, but do you also write web pages? Well, now you charge more for that. We've seen people instantly by trying to charge for a hundred bucks, get $800 gigs, $1,500 gigs, much more. And that just kicks off their freelancing career. So instead of trying to endlessly practice or buy courses or read books and stuff, make a hundred bucks. That is the fastest way to prove yourself, to get experience and to actually start making money on the side. Here's one way I always tell people to view copywriting. View copywriting as a skill, not a career. Let me say that again. View copywriting as a skill, not a career. It sounds like a lot of people out there are getting duped into buying courses and stuff that say, you should become a copywriter. Well, you should learn copywriting, but not necessarily just to offer copywriting as a service. What you should learn copywriting for is to apply that skill to everything you do in the future. So let's say someone's starting a business. Well, if you're a good copywriter, you know how to sell something better. If you're a good copywriter, you know how to send an email out that is persuasive and will get people to buy products from your company. You know how to talk to people on the phone to get them to buy a specific product. There's all these benefits to knowing copywriting as a skill. In fact, that's how I started. I was actually running an e-commerce business way back in the day. And I learned about copywriting. And I didn't think, I want to become a copywriter. I thought, let me apply this copywriting skill to my emails. Overnight, when I started doing that, my business turned in from e-commerce and relying on SEO traffic for people to buy to an e-commerce an e emailing company. So we basically started utilizing our email list to make all of our sales almost instantly after I learned copywriting. And so I always view it as a skill rather than a career. Now, sure, there are copywriters out there that do make good money by accepting clients and writing for them. But I think there's a lot of great copywriters out there 
that are actually not copywriters per se, but they're business owners. The founders of HubSpot were writing content and are really good at it. And therefore, HubSpot is now a huge force in the copywriting industry by putting out tons of great content. The Hustle, my buddy Sam Parr, he's a great copywriter at heart. And he started a newsletter company that sends out that kind of writing. My buddy Noah, I don't think he's the greatest copywriter in the world, but he knows how to communicate really effectively, which basically makes you a great copywriter. And therefore, he's able to communicate with so many people across the internet to buy deals for software. So copywriting is a skill you want to apply to a business more than a career you want to start. That's why I'm making this video for free and almost like discouraging a lot of people from becoming copywriters. I think it's overhyped how easy it is to become a successful copywriter. Some people might have success, but here's the thing. A lot of them may have had a previous career working with someone famous or working at a big company or being in an industry where this is a needed service. But people starting from the bottom often don't see this kind of success right away. So if copywriting isn't a great career, why did I start copywriting course? Well, I started it for other business owners, actually. So when we were building up AppSumo and I was sending out all the emails myself, people kept responding saying, Neville, how come I keep reading your AppSumo emails? You're trying to sell me something every email, yet I keep opening them and enjoying them and recommending them. What's going on? Why are you doing it? What is happening? I'm like, it's because of copywriting. I'm teaching you more than I'm actually selling you. So while I am trying to sell you each and every time, I'm only spending maybe 20 to 30% of that email trying to convince you of making a sale. The rest of the time, I'm educating you and entertaining you. And so they're like, can you do that for my company? And I got that question so many times. And then so many people were paying me for consulting. I decided to start copywriting course for that reason. And that's why we have copywritingcourse.com. And we even have a members area where we just like rewrite stuff with you. Because a lot of business owners want to apply copywriting to their business, not become a copywriter necessarily. There is a very large contingency of people that want to become copywriters. So I don't know, take that with what it is. There, you can make copywriting a career, but it's also a great skill to have for everything else you do. So before I started making this video, I actually asked the question on Twitter saying, there's so much info online that exaggerates this profession. I usually say copywriting is a skill, not a career. What questions do you have about becoming a copywriter? And we got a bunch of questions. So let's just start. So Samantha asked, what happens when you reach the top of copywriting career levels? Well, that's a really good question. There's an interesting way to look at this. There's the business owner aspect of it. And then there's the actually being a copywriter. So if you're at the top of a copywriting career, that means that people will pay you large amounts of money to write sales funnels for them, meaning emails, sales pages, all that kind of stuff. Now, those people actually can make a lot of money if they're well-known in an industry. Because if you have a product that makes several million dollars a year, if you have a really solid sales page and sales system altogether, you can potentially bump that conversion rate up 5 10%, which results in millions of dollars of extra sales. So some of those top copywriters can just do basic kind of like four contract gig work and make a good amount of money. However, I think what the top of a copywriting career would be is that you parlay your copywriting career or your freelancing career into a business. You actually start a different business or invest in multiple businesses. And I think that is the pinnacle to me to have your own business, invest in multiple businesses, and also be making income by helping other businesses at the same time. That seems to be the top of a copywriting career. All right. Mark asks, I'd love to hear how you would monetize the skill of copywriting if you were just starting out. Basic knowledge, no experience, no references, no portfolios. How would you use this skill to earn an income? What kind of jobs would you apply for as a beginner, if any? 
Great question, Mark. So like I said before, if I was at the bottom of the barrel, I have no experience with anything. The easiest way I think is to start working with someone to get some experience. But if you don't have any experience, how do you get a job with someone who has a lot of experience? Because they could probably attract someone with tons of experience, right? It's the old conundrum, chicken into the egg, right? So what I would do personally is forge my own path. I think this is actually the best way because you control your destiny and you're building an asset at the same time. So I would start a personal blog, start posting on it a lot, right? A lot. I would take time and energy and make it interesting and make it fun and make it how I want it. I would post on social media. I'd probably post videos and I really just start getting my name out there and practicing the art of putting out content and start seeing what failed, what did well, what did people respond bad to, what did it respond good to? I would start that way. That's the way I personally would start. The other way would be get a job at a famous company. I mean, if you get a job at Google, Facebook, Apple, Airbnb, these types of places, it gives you a lot of cachet that you could then parlay in the future. So a lot of people think because I personally never have a job, I, I, I don't like having a job or something. I don't agree. I think having a good job is awesome. Having a bad job is bad. But if you can get a good job with a recognizable person or a company, I would say do it and start that way. And then you could parlay that into a freelancing career later. Wit asks, how do you find the best clients, especially when starting out and don't have a portfolio? Well, Wit, just remember, you are at a disadvantage if you have no portfolio, no experience, you're just starting out and you're trying to get the best client, right? It's like you can't have everything all at once, but there is a way you can put yourself out there and try to make your first hundred bucks. So like I talked about, we give away all these scripts to post on social media to just tell everyone, hey, I'm open for business. This is a product or service that I'm offering and I'm just letting you know about it. Do you think all of your hundreds of friends that you know or acquaintances know that you're about to start offering copywriting? No, you gotta tell them. So if you put it out there and get a gig just for a hundred bucks, 200 bucks, something small, that is the way to get started and the way to start parlaying that into larger and larger contracts. Christopher asks, I'm familiar with conversion copywriting as writing sales copies for web or landing pages and emails, but is it still viable and possible to find copy work that allows you to earn royalties? Okay, yeah, this is a harder one because I feel like a lot of people used to talk about like copywriters that earn royalties. It's still possible and I see it happen a lot in different fields and I hate to say this, but kind of the scammy fields, I feel like this is a very common thing. They'll do royalties, but it's for products that, uh, you know, I don't want to call out names and stuff, but I think they're just less than trustworthy and I would not want to associate some, some of my name with it. Um, I don't see royalties as much, but Chris, here's a cool thing. As being a copywriter for a lot of different companies, I've been brought on for equity in companies. That's right. I give them advice. They see that I know my stuff, that I work with a bunch of other different companies and can see what people are doing right and wrong and can apply the same lessons to them. And what they say is, hey, Neville, would you become an advisor? Or they let me invest in their company for a cheaper round price. So I've actually done this many times and it's worked out a couple of times. We've had a few exits and I've got to participate in their upside by owning some stock in the company. Now, I'm not saying that owning stock in a company always works out. Sometimes it hasn't. Sometimes I've got nothing from it. But what I usually do is I'll take payment, a lowered payment fee than my normal fee, but then also equity in the company. So that way, everyone's on the hook for being good about it. So if they only give me equity, uh, you know, unless the company sells, I get nothing, right? So what I always do is I do like a half and half deal, half cash, half equity. So that is possible to get kind of royalties in different ways. 
and you can get royalties here and there, but I think becoming part of a company is an even better way just because you get to see what they're doing. You're part of it. You feel like you own something. I've really enjoyed that method. All right. Good copy asks, what's your industry? What should we consider when choosing an industry? Well, unless you're already a professional working copywriter that has a niche, I say don't have a niche. Don't start off with a niche right away. That's pigeonholing yourself in one thing. I can't tell you how many people will come to me and say like, I want to write copy for dentists. And I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. Um, was anyone in your family a dentist? Are you a dentist? No. Um, have you written copy before? No. And I'm like, well, then why are you, what, what is the thing with the dentist? Like, why are you going after dentists? And unless you have some sort of like some affiliation with a bunch of dentists or some reason where you're going to more kill it in that industry than others, I'm not really sure why you would just go down that route. So I would say in the beginning, don't pick a niche, take anything. And here's what you'll notice. There'll be some things that you are averse to, meaning you don't like it, or in some things you really take a liking to. So for example, I used to love writing about personal finance back in the day. That's what my first personal blog was about, personal finance. For some reason, I just liked the topic and I wrote about it all the time. So if someone wanted me to write a guest post about personal finance, I was all about it. But if someone wanted me to write a guest post about something else that was more boring, like for me, I don't like writing about travel for whatever reason. It's just not interesting or like supplements or something like that, health stuff I wasn't like super into. That was not as interesting for me. So I would say focus on stuff that you are personally interested in and that you personally have an advantage in. So for example, let's say you are on a college football sports team. Well, you have some authority on sports now. So something in the sports industry could be an advantage for you because you've played sports. You've been in that industry. You know people in that industry. So I would say go where you have an advantage or just don't pick right away and let the universe tell you what niche you should go into. So throw spaghetti at the wall. Try freelancing everywhere. And people will say, uh, you have no talent at making videos. You're bad at that. Probably shouldn't go into that. Uh, Rui says... It would be great to focus on first principles of copywriting. There are so many copywriters selling how to become a copywriter. I took your advice and read the Boron Letters, which has plenty of first principles in it, completely free, no course required. Totally agree. Rui, the Boron Letters by Gary Halbert, chapters 1 through 25, were what got me started in copywriting in the first place. And he basically just shows the process of what you need to do to someone's brain to sell them something. And so I think that's a very important thing. There are a lot of courses about how to become a copywriter and the way that they make their money is to sell you a course about how to become a copywriter. And look, I'm not knocking them for it either. The temptation is huge. There are so many people typing in how to become a copywriter and looking for that information and signing up that the economics of it just work out that someone's going to make a course about it. Even I benefit off of this. But I am here to tell you, not everyone should just become a copywriter. And I think the pendulum has swung a little too far in one direction where it's just saying like, oh, copywriting's so easy, which okay, fine. That's, that's fine to promote it like that. It's just, you know, just the reality is most of those people don't end up becoming full-time copywriters. Ooh, this is a good question by Grant. He said the importance of frameworks versus using intuition when writing. Ooh. Okay. So there are a lot of copywriting frameworks. Um, but I only use one it's Ada, A-I-D-A. I've written about it a ton. You can check out some of our other videos on it. It's one of those copywriting formulas that I found in a framework that I found a long time ago that is so good. I just use it for almost everything, like almost everything. Or if I'm stuck on a piece of copy, I just write down ADA and then start filling it out and I get to the races. The problem with frameworks is that things change. Like, look, in the 70s, the way that you tried to sell something was through magazines. 
It was through newspapers. It was through TV commercials. It was through radio ads. Okay. There, there weren't that many options. Now we've got these awesome phones. These phones do everything. There's multiple platforms on these phones. There's multiple types of different platforms that communicate in different ways. There's video chatting. There's talking to people. There's AI. There's all sorts of new tools that we have. So some of the frameworks need to be a little bit updated sometimes. Now, here's the thing. The one framework that has not been updated in several thousand years is the human brain. It hasn't changed. It's the same thing. You know, 5,000 years ago, humans were kind of almost the exact same thing as they are now. So there's really no difference in what makes someone get persuaded to buy something, right? All those psychological triggers, we've written posts about that too, if you want to check those out, are all the same throughout humanity. So I think it's better to work from first principles of like what makes someone buy something, what makes someone want something, and then adapt that to the current technologies we have. So someone in the 1970s wasn't thinking about how to sell through Instagram because that just wasn't a thing. But if you know the first principles of copywriting, which are a lot of them outlined in the Boron letters by Gary Halbert, you can figure out how do I apply Instagram to copywriting? How do I apply copywriting to Snapchat? How do I apply copywriting to YouTube? How do I copywriting to this brand new VR thing taking off? So I think it's very important to learn first principles, and then you can apply it to any platform, any technology that comes next. Now let's talk about the experience conundrum. This is a conundrum that a lot of people searching for jobs have. They go looking for jobs, they get out the ads, and they look at it, and they all require five years experience. Well, how are you supposed to get experience if you don't have five years experience? It's possible. It's chicken and the egg problem, right? Well, what I always recommend is that you forge your own path. It's the gig economy, baby. You can do whatever you want. You can put out stuff right away. You can write a tweet. You can write a Medium post. You can write a WordPress post that bazillions of people potentially could see. And so what I always suggest for people who want to get started, they have no experience, they don't live in a cool place with a bunch of cool people around, is to forge your own path. Get your name out there. If this is something that you like, if you're a person that wants to get out there, that wants to go out and mingle, because not everyone does, then you can start writing on your own. You could build your own portfolio. So a lot of my early portfolio, it was just articles that I wrote. It was just articles I wrote over the years on my own personal blog, nevblog.com. That was my, one of my first blogs. I was just writing random articles. I didn't even know if anyone was reading them. I had no analytics on it. So I was writing all those things. And because I was putting out so much content, people were like, oh, this guy knows how to write. This guy knows how to make images. This guy can even make videos. So I was like a triple threat in that case. And I forged my own path to become something out of nothing. And I think you can too. So I hope this answered your question of if you should become a copywriter. And just in case you're wondering, like, who the hell is this guy? Like, who's he talking to? Well, my name is Neville Medora, and I started selling stuff online around 1999. And I've been part of multiple businesses before I ever found out what copywriting was. So I never started out like, I'm going to become a copywriter. Um, I've been part of Hustle Brave, AppSumo, The Hustle, Sumo.com, Real Savvy, Pink Java Media, Alpha Paw, and many more as a small investor or part of a company or consulted with. Um, in fact, with consulting and helping people, um, I personally taught or consulted like WinZip, Deck.com, Charisma on Command, Gartner, Viacom, Mattress Insider, Hotjar, and literally hundreds of other companies. I have hired and fired so many different copywriters, I can't even count anymore. And I can tell you one thing for sure is most people should not become copywriters just blindly, but almost everyone should learn copywriting as a skill. That's something I truly believe. So I'm no stranger to this. I literally run a thing called copywriting course where we teach people copy. And 
If you want to learn, I'm happy to have you inside, especially if you have a business and you want to update all the copy on your website. You want to update that homepage so it converts 2% better. You want to update those emails so they convert 5% better every time you send one out. You want to update that about page so it gets people to take an action. If you want all that kind of stuff, hop on board. Inside the course, you know what I do every day? I sit there for a couple hours and answer questions. That's right. I'm in there literally rewriting copies. Sometimes it's easier to rewrite people's stuff than give them advice on it. And so we go rewrite. And then we also have office hours where you get to talk to me directly and also other professional copywriters with tons of experience. So I think it's a great deal. I think it's a super small investment. And we generally 10x people's investments and preferably 100x them sometimes pretty quick. So like I said, I don't want to promise you I'm going to make you a full-time copywriter. In fact, we mostly deal with businesses that are trying to improve their copy. But if you want to learn copywriting as a skill, come hop on board. Come talk to me. You can ask me more questions like this. My name is Neville Medora, and I will talk to you later.